Hello! And welcome to... Can I just say... A podcast about The Apprentice. Hello and welcome to the last episode of your favourite podcast, It's Can I Just Say... This is your host, smooth host, Dr. G. Flynn here. Hello, at Gemma Flynn. Just get the plugs in for myself straight at the top. <laughs> With me, I'm joined uh, by my cherished friends, Siobhan Hello. And the one, the only, he's looking a bit sleepy. I'm pretty sleepy. It's Stuart McPherson underscore. Hello. <laughs> How are you both? Good. For the listeners, we've just watched it live together. This is yeah, the first time ever. Yeah, we're we all sleepy because we got fucking trolled by the we BBC. <laughs> we got played. We thought it was too good to be true that we'd be on at eight yeah. and over by nine. <laughs> Turns out it was a three hour fuck fest for The Apprentice tonight. It was like <laughs> The Irishman. They had that sh- shit one they made us watch about yeah, why, why I, I fired them. them. I don't care. We saw the shows anyway. We're not fucking idiots. <laughs> Yeah. Then the show, and then we left immediately when we saw the opening song and dance number for You Hired. Yeah. I kept sort of trying to force a joke about why I fired them <laughs> to make it like a Jordan thing. Why I. Why yeah. I. I liked it. I, yeah, I didn't mind it the first <laughs> few times, sure. Um, <laughs> we had our staff night out as well, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. We've, we've taken on a lot of carbs. We have. We went for a lovely Italian meal, an Italian meal. fool's errand to just yeah. take in carbs before a pot. And can we just say, so um, we all got pasta, but then we got a pizza to share, yeah, which I think them. is a shaggers move. That's very us, isn't it? <laughs> Absolutely. I was pleased with it. Incredible. Yeah, and Shout out to Chilinos. Yes. Yeah, sponsors. Friends of the pod. <laughs> It's hard to get a table there, honestly. I had to, I tried the online website. Especially on print, Apprentice Finale. No? I know. Everybody wants to do the same. They have a nice meal and then watch the finale. And, and then watch YI Fire. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. It reminds me a bit of the Jamie Oliver Curry song that we're all obsessed with. It goes, oh. why, yi, yi, yi. <laughs> Listeners, go on YouTube and type in Jamie Oliver <laughs> Lamb Curry song. Yeah, you give won't it regret me it. It's been a long time since we told the listeners to, to go, on YouTube. Go, on YouTube. go on YouTube. So early, and I reckon I'd put a lot of money on us having already <laughs> uh, referenced that song. Yeah, so, oh, definitely. What should they search on YouTube? Jamie Oliver Lamb Curry song. Oh, you yeah. go to jamies-music.co.uk. <laughs> you can download the MP3 for free. <laughs> Let me set the scene. We're at a, a great good food show and maybe then at late 90s. And the Jamie. audience is all women in the... 40s yeah. and 50s yeah. they're all clapping but not in time not with the in music time. Yeah. he's Still. making a lamb curry on stage in real time while real singing time. a reggae song that he has composed that he's, yeah. penned, that he's penned about the lamb curry yes. that incorporates uh, chilies lamb uh, one of the incorporates meth- the methods yeah. one of the lyrics is um I use the food processor saves time a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Should I put in splice in a little clip for the listeners? Uh, yeah, yeah, let's absolutely. Do it. absolutely. Just the chorus. For the ones that can't be our school on YouTube. Yeah. But it is great. He plays the drums at one point as well. I actually <laughs> think it was like, because we maybe. We had a YouTube day, didn't we? Or like there was a Great time day. when we were recording uh, our podcast about you, and we just watched like loads of YouTube videos, <laughs> and that was that's like what I brought to the table, and I feel like Strong. I really am, like oh, yeah. enriched your life. Absolutely, really showing, I showed to that to people at Harvard. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible! It's made its way across yeah. the Atlantic. I love it. Get yourself a pan and get it hot. Get your lovely lamb and slice it up. 
Walk in with some mustard seeds, two teaspoons will do. Wait until they pop and they spit at you. Then a teaspoon of fenugreek is nice. You need free hot chilies, red or green. Deceive them and finally slice. Give us the once or twice. Oh my god, it's so nice, so nice. I found this new revelation, it's called curry leaves. Get yourself a handful and throw them in with these. Got my friend Ginger, just give him a peel. It's so damn juicy, the flavor is unreal. Skin three sweet onions and give them a chop. I use the food processor, save time a lot. Wash them in, throw them in, give it a shake, start to make recurry. You give it to me hot. Ain't no worries when you cook it from your home. You give it to me hot. Ain't no worries when you cook it from your home. Gonna give it to my brothers and sisters. Gonna give it to the missus and the misters. Gonna give it to my brothers and sisters. Why? That's beautiful. Yeah. Well, as for something not quite so entertaining, The Apprentice finale Let's, 2019. What did we make of it? Let's yeah. do snap thoughts first, guys. So, like, Stu, yeah, what did you think? What's your, <laughs> how are you feeling um, about it? Well, what is it to say? It was a board recruitment thing versus a bakery. Yeah. The bakery won. It all kind of played out the way I thought it was going to. Yeah. No, nothing to it. It was nice to see the old faces back. Of That's course. it, yeah. The Swindon lot. The finale's always like that, isn't it? You get the old lot back, don't you? Yeah. It, was, it was very nice to see Thomas again. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, he didn't disappoint. He didn't. There he were lots of enjoyable moments, bread. I think, you know. Um, did the right person win? Siobhan, what do you think? Um, yeah, I mean, I would have been happy with either of them. Mm-hmm. I like Karina, though. I think, like, I like Scarlet's yeah. but Karina had a bit more personality to her, I thought. Yeah. We'll talk Scarlett's about this. a bit yeah. corporate. As, yeah. as nice as she is and as good as she is. For my money, Scarlett went a touch hard on Karina at the end, I want to say as well. I think mm. yeah. she was honing in on how she'd only had one year of running a bakery experience and Scarlett had been doing it for 10 years or whatever. I was like, all right, chill out, beach. And she's the, the baker <laughs> who doesn't bake, of course. The baker who doesn't bake. Like the, the beach boys with the band who didn't surf or how uh, what's the Glasgow the Glasgow uh, plaque or whatever is the fish that never swam the oh, bell that never rung the, yeah, the, ring. the tree that never grew and the bird that never sang that's right I've yeah I love black. that it's a very romantic thing yes. about Saint Mungo Saint Mungo yeah the much much he's, he's just a beer to me <laughs> Saint Mungo <laughs> shout out to Saint Mungo Saint <laughs> <laughs> Saint huge shout out to Saint Mungo shout out <laughs> But would you like to be a Patreon saint? You can hit us up on Patreon. <laughs> Please make someone make us a Patreon yeah. first. I will happily receive a fish, a bell, a ring. <laughs> and, and a tree. And a tree. <laughs> yes. I love it. So, yeah. so, do we have any news for us, guys? Anyone got any news? I've just Googled some, so I've, I've got some news. Can I just news? Can I just news? I think so. Well, I, as I've told you guys already, but... Mm. 
I had this episode spoiled for me live, even though it wasn't actually spoiled for me. Mm. But as I was waiting on the train, I was trying to be a good podcaster, trying to bring something of value to the table. Yeah. So I did what all great investigative journalists <laughs> would do and typed into my phone The Apprentice and then hit news. And then on one of them. You've learned well, from, well. <laughs> Yeah, thank you, Sensei. <laughs> and uh, one of them from The Express, a reputable yeah, broadsheet, I guess. <laughs> no, it doesn't don't feel like no, a broadsheet. Tabloid. Yeah, tabloid. Yeah, tabloid. Not a reputable broadsheet, a shitty tabloid. Anyway, <laughs> it said something like Apprentice 2019 winner Scarlet and then whatever her two second names are. Mm. So I thought that obviously that, you know, yeah, I just read that statement because that's what it is. So I yeah. scrolled past it, I was like, well, cool. Yeah, that's I thought, well, I'll just try and enjoy it for what it is. And then she didn't win, and then I looked on it after and it cut out. What the actual thing was is that whole sentence and then a question mark. Oh, they played absolutely you fucking they played shite. You. Power That's a rollercoaster. Did that ruin your experience? Straight? No, because I wasn't actually that bothered. <laughs> yeah, is there something? I didn't feel like she was going to win, did it? No, it's hard to tell though. With an improv hellscape. Oh, well, we will get into oh, it. But her whole me. package was pretty shit. We'll talk about that. Can we talk about how her logo with the cogs looks like one of uh, Lewis's tattoos? <laughs> Steampunk aesthetic. Yeah, steampunk mental health. They must have been inspired by him. Yeah, I think in general, before we get into the detail of it, I think Scarlett's business was the one that was the most detached from the presentation at the Apprentice. Like, she had her team who were quite shitty put together, as we'll talk about, a very, very crap presentation. And then she just kind of spoke separately. And it's like, yeah, there's maybe a flaw in the format slightly with this. Definitely. Because I thought she was going to win as well. Yeah. Fucking express thing. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was going to be the classic case of with a few tweaks, meaning mm. if we ditch everything we've seen in this episode of The Apprentice then, and yeah. go with the idea, yeah. then yeah, sure. It's so funny though, isn't it? This whole thing that they've got to basically pitch. They've got to basically brand their business completely differently from what it already is. Like completely. They've got to come up with a completely different mm-hmm. brand it's and nonsense. image and. It's just bizarre. I was going to say that, yeah. I don't un- enjoy whatever like B- BBC broadcasting law that is that yeah. means that they can't just put their actual brand yeah, on the telly. Yeah, because it's just an advertising thing. I guess so, yeah. Then they can't... They would yeah. be advertising, wouldn't they? But it is anyway. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Okay, here's the headline. The Apprentice's Ryan Mark Parsons avoids mud by wrapping Harrod's bag around his shoes. <laughs> <laughs> There's a wee image for you there. What have we gone to? No good podcast fodder, but yeah, I don't mean us as a podcast. I mean man eats McDonald's, man has bags. Yeah, I just I'm not sure about the the world. We'll be buried with those poly bags, won't we? I mean, honestly. It's just he was very much the star of the show this week. Oh, he he showed some real range, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> I liked how, because he did such a ham-fisted job of the one where he was supposed to bite the bread for the billboard oh, thing. God. So they edited the whole buy out, and it reminded me of the campaign, which is ever at the minute, of Mariah Carey, where she takes oh, the world's, small, <laughs> world's smallest <laughs> bite of that crisp. Incredible. That's my favourite advertising campaign ever. <laughs> Mariah Carey on Walkers. I took a pack of cheese and onion walkers over the Atlantic to my American <laughs> <laughs> um, And, yeah, I love the fact that on the actual packs of crisps as well, I think Mariah's just submitted, like, literally an old PDF of herself in 1994. <laughs> like, honestly. And I then imagine in the how much money she's getting. So much. And also, there was a big thing this week because 
because Gary Lineker came out in favour of Boris or whatever and there were loads of people who were like well fuck you I never like walkers anyway I'm going to try and come out in favour of Boris yeah. Yeah, oh, sorry I've not heard this news he did a tweet which was like well done Boris great I think majority. he was just trying to show that he wasn't going to be uh, what, scab. what the right would call a lefty liberal complainer yeah I think he's just like now it's fucking over with um, let's hope that the best happens now right I think he was trying to look dignified he was right, trying okay. to be like Chris Rock or Dave Chappelle who were like give Trump a chance do you remember that well yeah to a yeah. degree I think so I don't think he's not quite can you <laughs> doesn't quite happen <laughs> yeah anyway Gary anyway. Lineker I think it was a smart play from Lineker is Gary Lineker the British can you <laughs> Listeners tweet in. Yeah. <laughs> How do you feel I'm, about Gary Lineker's beard? I don't like it. I feel bad mm. about it. I think he almost gets away with it, but it's a bit sort of musketeer, isn't it's it? It's not good. Do you yeah. think He's Gary Lineker was Gary Lineker born on time or was he premature? Do you think? <laughs> I think uh, Wayne Lineker grew around him in the whim. <laughs> I don't know if you're familiar with Wayne Lineker. No. You're not at all. No. You will be obsessed oh with Wayne Oh my god, why Wayne Lineker? Are you familiar yeah. with his work? <laughs> right, let's so he owns it. like a chain of bars and stuff in Tenerife and all those kind of places right, and he's basically yeah. a beast. <laughs> he looks like, I mean this is obviously kind of just slander. This is like Sam Allardyce. But oh, I mean I don't want to say anything too crazy but he's, he looks like an evil version of Gary Lineker but like on steroids <laughs> and there's just loads of photos of him with like young girls on holiday in their bikinis oh, wow. uh, you know in fucking costs or whatever <laughs> and it's just the whole thing smells bad what should I google? he kind of looks like um, Epstein really? yeah he lo- just That's physically cursed. I mean uh, just google Wayne Lineker <laughs> and Gemma you will oh, I, can't yeah. wait. I, I can't think wait. every day you'll send me a picture of Wayne Lineker <laughs> No idea. <laughs> After this, I'm going to unfollow the Falcon and all of the these oh, Jet Apprentice ones. Yeah. I very much follow Wayne the hashtag Wayne, Wayne Lineker yeah, as well, so I catch yeah. up all. Of it's just when you see Gary being, you know, quite a thoughtful liberal voice, and then to have him as like he's the sort of evil Brexit in like the Waluigi. cupboard version of yeah, he's the Waluigi. <laughs> Extremely close. Shout out to Waluigi. <laughs> Waluniker. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, is Gary Lineker a thoughtful liberal voice then? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Oh, so uh-huh. he's not like a Tory then? No, he's not at all. Mm, okay, so people were overreacting to abandoned walkers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. I didn't see any of that. I know, but... <laughs> the Lineker backlash. Oh. oh god. What are we talking about? The news. <laughs> the apprentice. <laughs> so should we start at the beginning of the episode? Sure. All the old candidates were brought back they were. brought back and yep. there were pick, they were picked yep. in a certain order. Oh boy. <laughs> it was uh, football at school rules. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Lottie Lyon was last, last. of the wall. That was tough. Ryan, Mark and Lottie were the final mm. two, weren't they? The two posh Dean last. got picked <laughs> Imagine UK Dean getting imagine green screen UK Dean getting Dean. picked before you. Who's the last one that you'd pick out of all of them? Lottie. Lottie, Lottie. Yeah. Yeah, After Lottie, would you pick Ryan Mark or Dean? I'd pick Ryan Mark probably. Yeah. I'd pick Ryan Mark, yeah. Yeah, I Dean want Dean because so then shit. For the last week you'd want so you want it to be Eurovision and everyone else. Dean yeah. could be just like basically like taking a blank. Yeah, like, he's a blank canvas, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. He's an extra yeah. space Absolutely. in the chamber. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas Ryan Mark could go rogue. Yeah, we yeah. all know what he's capable of in terms of art and design. It sort of worked for him this week, but fuck well, me. Awesome, yeah, because like, I wouldn't want Mariana's shit as well. Oh, she got picked so early. She, but she's a corporate dro- like droid. Yeah. 
And she kept being like, are you sure you don't want, like, Lily Mary as the oh name? Oh, my God. Like, she would not Do you know what that really reminded me of? You know that Mulaney bit where he's, like, he's viewing a house with his... Uh, yes. ...fiancé, whatever, and a uh, wife, and, yeah. uh, and the woman who's, like, she's, like, the... Real, the estate real estate women she's yeah. obsessed with the idea of them having a kid even though they don't want me she's like you know space here could be a study or could be a nursery <laughs> and just like at every moment she's trying to like egg him on to have a kid was that Marianne then same energy yeah. Yeah, why was she so stuck on that name I don't know she just because she didn't have any other ideas I think that was the issue and she just was like are you sure you don't sure want to go on that name sure you don't want to call it she did <laughs> the same thing as well Marianne when they put fucking eye of the tiger on the over oh. she was like that was almost the worst bit. It's almost Jesus. like we can't not use Eye of yeah, the Tiger. <laughs> like, Fuck. come on. Because when they mime the door opening at the beginning, that one one chord fits in with the start of the one chord from Eye of the Tiger. <laughs> we can't not use it now. The one thing That's is what Lewis said as well. It's like, I, I know it was Beast Jet, but it's like, unfortunately, yeah. you know, the stars It's like, have they never seen Jet Pop? Was that not what they did? Did they not do an imaginary plane? <laughs> they had highlights. The they were on a plane at, but the song was Highway to Hell. I thought one of the videos, maybe it was the other one then, was one of them not when they were on the beach? Yeah. Was, that was yeah. them, because it was current, I But think. they didn't have, so they, I'm when sure it was imaginary. they did one on a plane. <laughs> Did they not? Maybe that was the other two. How, I don't in, know. how insane. But yeah, there was one that. that was like, one of them has been travelling on jet pop and the other one's travelled on shit airline and they're both at the beach. Oh God. It just was like, Horrible. there was too and much. And the highway to hit. The mime, it looked like yeah. a rehearsal as well. It was like in a garage. Oh, okay. With improv. Let's uh, talk car about the improv. Shall okay. okay, let's How talk did about they it. even get to that? I want a microscopic going through of this. Does she have improv training, do you think? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Maybe she's done one of those sort of corporate away day things where they do a fun improv 101, you know what I mean? And she's thought that, you know, that'll be great because honestly, have you, have, I don't know if she, have you ever done improv? Never done improv. I've watched improv. I've yeah. Never done it. <laughs> and is it, does it stained your mind <laughs> that, one, that one or two viewings? Or was it no, good? I mean, I, oh, you actually saw I, some I, good I, stuff. I've, I've, yeah, I saw some good stuff. There was like a car involved in one of them. Completely. Just to me, as yeah. soon as it started, Always. I was like, not Whenever I see producer Marty, shout out if you're listening. Ah, Because I know it's probably something that's quite self-conscious about, but for a laugh, I always bring up uh, whenever he talks about improv, I always do the big steer. Like, Whoa, wacky. We're all driving in a big clown car. I mean, I've definitely done a, an all-dayer improv training thing where it's like, How you're going to say It was excruciating. It was one of the worst days of my life. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You've had some like, bad days. I've had some toughies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit of a sidebar, but like, I feel like there is, um, as you're both comedians, like what is your actual opinion of improv uh, might might lose us some friends here <laughs> might have to do this after um, um, no um, well, I don't watch a lot of it to be honest but yeah. a lot of our favourite people I would say give them a similar taste mm. an American yeah. long form improv Manzoukas yeah oh, amazing Ditch, blah 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 all these you guys came through a lot of the great American people came through yeah. improv at UCB and stuff like Completely, that. Completely, and like it's supposed to be really, really helpful for writing mm. and stuff like that, which mm. I respect. You know, like there's a whole ethos behind it, which I'm like, yeah, that's thoughtful. But th- to see bad improv is one of the worst things. Yeah. So but bad stand up's Yeah, me too. Well. Yeah. I've, I've never seen bad improv, so Ooh, maybe that's why. God bless. <laughs> that's like. <laughs> 
I mean, it is a stone's throw away from wherever you are at any time, bad improv. <laughs> like, you know, I can find some for you. <laughs> you know? I don't want to subject, I want to taint my... Uh... It's hard, though, because, to be fair as well, it's the thing, to get to be a good improviser, you have to do, like, hours and hours and hours of practice, mm. like, proper practice, practice. And in public, the way stand-ups do. Yeah, although they can, they do have practice guess, sessions but, yeah. behind the scenes and Cowards. all that. Anyway, stand-up shit as well. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. for sure. Oh, sure. But yeah, but anyway. It so, always makes me shudder well, so, well, no, so I have seen bad improv because Scarlet's advert was bad. Yeah. So that's yeah. let me... Okay, so did That she... really, actually, I get that in her head the vision of that could be okay. But what she's forgetting is she's got no budget and she's working with fucking idiots. Yeah. So well, it's obviously is... going to look cringy. It was a oh, bad idea. So why in this are you context. doing it in like a bare room? It's like, like a garage. Yeah, there's no dressing at all. Like, I it's know. just yeah. Why did it? it Couldn't so they have done bad. it in an actual car? Or, like they should. Well, that's done... what I was thinking. <laughs> or they should have done it. No one got a fucking car. <laughs> That the car yeah. gets Gun animated as soon as Lottie gets in, or some shit like they should yeah, have done something it something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would have been good, rather than yeah, just like yeah. three people on chairs. You know, well, yeah. actually, Lottie, Lottie to be fair to her, she flagged up that no one ever listens to Lottie, and quite right because no. yeah. she's fucked us many enough. times. Yeah, but. She did say, you know, I have, I have reservations about the sort of this being shit, basically. But yeah. obviously, it's not my funeral. I'm going to yeah. go on with it. Yeah. And she smiles, and she actually does a decent job giving the brief. And then she's got the big smile, and she's doing the stupid improv with your meal. And then the second it cuts, she's like eye roll, oh, no. like, <laughs> how undignified. And actually, I've never related to Lottie Lyon more. Yeah. I also really enjoyed Scarlet constantly referring to a biofuel night this week as Lottie Lyon. Great. Um, Kerrang described it as three mates, four chairs in a garage. Yeah. Can't say fairer than that. I just again and again I'm thinking like remember with the spin scrubber they went out into the car park and got an actual car didn't yeah. they like they could have done that so easily <laughs> Drink it'd be better or worse if it was purely improvised without any <laughs> if she just mined the spin scrubber the spin scrubber <laughs> that is pretty <laughs> much <laughs> Do you think she could capture the sort of pratfall stumble she does off the curb? Honestly, if I was friends with her... Was, for starters, I wish I was friends with her. I wish I was friends with her. See you at the rave cave. Here's what we would do, right? We'd go out raving all weekend, and then on Sunday we'd get together, have a roast, me, her, five gay men, and then we'd get, I'd get a bit tipsy and I'd be like, do the spin scrubber! <laughs> I thought you were going to say you spin scrub each other. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I mean, maybe not months her. down the line. Not her. <laughs> not Karen, her. maybe. Maybe Karen, yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, so I mean, there's always like a like I was thinking just weirdly no stakes in that sense with the finale like Lottie Lyon yeah. in any other task she would have gone ham right oh, she would have yeah. been like fuck no this is terrible but because it's someone else's they're just a bit like eh, okay, if that's yeah. what she wants yeah. you know yeah, totally. I'm not even allowed on you hired let's just fucking I know let's just yeah, ride this one out she, yeah. she's just not on we saw hired. them doing a big yeah, song like a literally a song own. dance there, was, there were some missing though. Ryan Mark wasn't there. Well, was what? I don't think he's so. probably in Hollywood or something. And uh, yeah, and Solomon wasn't there. Mm-hmm. Rip. 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 And Tiny Mouth wasn't there. <laughs> tiny Mouth. <laughs> so tiny and small. <laughs> I don't know if you're familiar with Tiny Eyes, uh, the uh, how could we? fucking Bob sketch. <laughs> yeah. Listeners, go on YouTube and type in uh, Tiny Eyes. <laughs> it's very funny.
any like good notes except for um tommy shoving cakes in his mouth that's <laughs> what i've written well that's he right almost immediately as soon as they got sat down at the beginning right they're in their different teams and tommy was popping and things in his yeah. mouth. i love it and he's bringing a lot more energy than lottie to this final he meant i mean lottie talking about being invested he fucking cried yeah he cried that was so sweet oh my god and he's just very encouraging right like he was like you're gonna do so good, like you're great. Yeah, like, yeah. You want Thomas on your team? Just so pleased for her. The team that Scarlet picked was stinking. Stinkin'. She never met these cunts before. Yeah, well, that's what I was thinking as well when she was putting together like her pitch at the end about her, her thing. It's like I've got to employ two other people and all these other people and everything. It's like you've picked this garbage team. I don't yeah. trust you to. So who did she have? Yeah. She had Marianne, Lottie, Lewis. Dean. Dean. You okay, Dean? You okay, Dean? By the way, who's never looked more staff than, <laughs> than. I mean, it's literally like the opening credits yeah. when uh, him and Lottie are in like Argos or something <laughs> and he goes. Unbelievable. That They showed that so many times and each time it was delightful. Like, yeah. he's just moving his arm like that. <laughs> so it was irrelevant to what she was doing as well. None of her stuff made any sense. God, yeah. what is the What was that image like? What was in the background? Well, I used to work in Argos and it really looked like that with the oh. conveyor. People would send down stuff on the conveyor belt and then we'd hand it out. Oh my God. So I think it was just like a factor or something. Why haven't you done any stand-up about working in Argos? I have, actually. Oh, Not sorry. for a while, though. Maybe I'll bring it out. Fringe, yeah, you got anything you want to give us now? or? Uh, nah, no, not for free. <laughs> not for free. I need to tell you about... I'll do this off-air, because it's not really interesting to anyone else, but <laughs> when I was a teenager, I had like a really great, quirky idea to uh, do Argos bingo as a date. What? I which love is, that. I'll just... Like, I'm starting this, tell so us. I'll keep going. Yeah. Um, you go to Argos with your date and then you pick like six things from the catalogue and then you sit in the little waiting room and you have to see <laughs> you have to you see you have to see if your items come out and whoever gets their items quickly enough the other the loser has to buy them something from the Argos that's funny <laughs> okay I want to break this down one this is premised on the, the idea date. the idea that a first date will last long enough for someone <laughs> to buy every item in the Argos <laughs> No, but to get all the six. Well, yeah. Six is a lot. Given, I mean, that's a thick. You brochure, can maybe that. have a time limit on it because obviously that's like you know well, how many twelve years. Let's say maybe like two hours of you sitting in the waiting in the wee waiting section. I think anyone from Argos would move you on. No. Would you just be sitting there like train spotters with a little bingo yeah. card? Let me tell you, this didn't actually happen. Would it count if you bought your own shit? Yeah. You threw money at the No, problem. that doesn't count. What if you went insane waiting for it and you could text me and I'd come in and buy something? Mm. I mean, that's cheating. No phones allowed. No phones! Certainly against the spirit. <laughs> Sit in absolute silence. Well, can I also phone. just say, when, this, when I came up with this concept, <laughs> people didn't really use their phones as much. Yeah, what age were you, approx? Like, I think I was like 14, 15. Mm. That's great. And I was like, this is a great day idea. <laughs> so, so sexy. So sexy. <laughs> I mean, I was like, you know. Yeah, 14, that's fine. I was trying to be quirky. That's something you could maybe get in, like, as a date and advice in, like, Cosmopolitan or something so like that. I still, I still question the logistics, honestly. There's only so many chairs as well. I feel like you're taking up a lot of space in this well, Argos. Like, who are these guys? I feel yeah. like the people might come and talk to you. Do you think? Like, as a former Argos employee. Well, you've got someone on collection point A, someone on collection point B. <laughs> They're just sitting looking at you, thinking, who the fuck are these two? But I'd be like, listen, I'm on a date. 
Why are they dreaming into each other's oh eyes? <laughs> right, follow-up question. Yeah. Can, so how many items can you choose for your bingo, and can you, or is it random? Six Six, items. and you are going to choose the ones that you think most likely will be yeah. bought. Okay, so that narrows it down a yeah, little bit. Yeah, yeah, Okay, okay, okay. But is it out of the full catalogue? Yeah. <laughs> I think that's where the problems are. What would you go first, Jamie? Then what's the thing that is most likely to be bought at Argos? Oh, like toasters and stuff. Yeah. Toasters, these stuff kettles. People, what do you buy in Argos? Fucking iron and bolt covers and shit. Don't okay, you? now I want to play this. Right, Argos. <laughs> Yes. I guess if it's if yeah if you're thinking tactically, did you ever try and like uh, go through the Argos catalog and just like see what you'd want on every page? Yeah, oh, yeah, completely incredible. Just sit with the mate, and be like a great page. way yeah, to yeah, pass the time. That's what I would get as well. Next, <laughs> yeah, I'd pick that iron. Yeah. Next page. That's sad. <laughs> I mean, I do. I was like seven. I my yeah, own. On my own, not with a friend. Oh, on my own. This page, the iron. Get some friends involved. Same. <laughs> And then was that exciting for you when you eventually went to work for Argos? Oh, that's why I applied in the first place, of course. How often do they update those books? I think every year. Ah. Are we cutting all of this out, yeah? No. <laughs> this is incredible talk. Right, right back okay, to the very beginning, the to... absolute beginning. Oh. <laughs> scene by scene. Oh, my God. Off my time at Argos? Oh, no. no. <laughs> Right, what did they do first? They were split into teams and yep. then they went off and then they did what? The digital ad. Digital right, ad. Right, we've covered that. Yeah. And the, the like branding, the logo. What the was logo. it? <laughs> what was Scarlet's digital ad? It was Dean doing... That's what that was. And they put that up somewhere on a big billboard. And then, yeah, Ryan Mark fucked it. He couldn't eat the bread on Lepore. Because he looked like he was going to fucking come on it or something. Yeah, he Which would have been perfect for Camilla's nut milk advert if he'd been on... Yeah, very sexual. Very sexual. Have they ever had a good digital ad? Ever? Always Japanese, definitely cool. Was that a digital ad? Maybe, yeah. It was a digital billboard. Okay. Digital ads don't work, man. Who cares? Uh, yeah, I who's don't ever looked at a digital ad? I couldn't tell you a memorable one. I no, same. The only thing we think about them is when they're on the apprentice. Yeah. yeah. I guess you see them in London more, but I always think of them as just like yeah. essentially a poster that's very slightly animated. They're never like what they do on the apprentice. No, yeah. It's like that stupid Harry Potter painting thing, isn't it? It's like one move. Huh? Yeah, yeah, like a gif. Anyway, so right, after that, then they did the adverts, right? Straight yeah. to the adverts? and or, or while the main team leaders were deciding what... I don't really know. No, they were doing the adverts and Scarlett was doing a podcast. Oh, she went to do a podcast, <laughs> that's right. How did she get to do But Why didn't we get a bread podcast? We got, a, yeah. we got Karina making a new loaf. That was what that's she That's right. So what Great. was that? For YouTube or something? <laughs> no, it was for the presentation. It, again... This is something. This is new. Producers of The Apprentice, if you're listening, and they're so behind the times. Loudless media, if you're listening. We need some clarity on what we're. What's the purpose of each stage yeah, in the finale? Because yeah, really. new loaf was like why? Because her dad. She's makes not the baker. The loaves. Get her dad in. Yeah, even though Thomas was like, "This is the best bread I've ever tasted." I was worried. Yeah. <laughs> I was worried that she was going to fuck that loaf, and then. She'd have to present it to them and be yeah. like, I'm going to make this shit bread no all over the country. There really, was there, to the loaf? Yeah. Yeah, and then Scarlett did a podcast with them. Former contestant Michaela. Okay. okay. What did we think about that? Come on. As a podcasting team, what did we think about podcasting that? Podcasting is now in the show. <laughs> Meta. It only took 15 years. <laughs> 
Uh, well, and Michaela's your fave too. Mm, former apple of my eye, Michaela. Yeah, I love Michaela, and she's I had like a baby with Addison. Yep, but you got to like keeping the apprentice lineage going. I yeah. want uh, listeners to tweet in and tell me what work they think Michaela's had done. I think that our <laughs> lips have settled down a little bit since the last Yeah, but she. Have we spoken about this? She has a podcast anyway, Michaela. About construction. Does she? No, I don't know. Or is it... No, Ricky no. Martin has a podcast. Sorry, sorry, sorry. And Shan... This is about recruitment, I think. Shan oh, has God. a podcast. Right, so maybe that's why they decided to do this podcast and for her, because it's a recruitment. Well, Someone else has a podcast about being a mum or some shit, right? That's Michaela. No, no, no that's someone else. Entrepreneur. Can't work through this. Something like that, yeah. Who is it? It's like... Oh, fuck. I don't know. What's when are we going to talk about Gemmelin and the prison guard outfit making all my porno dreams come true? <laughs> Stu actually at one point was like, Gemmelin is fit. Just like, that proclaimed just, that. <laughs> yeah. That was maybe 10 minutes after I said, Thomas is really fit. Love so. him, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a thirsty It was a close environment with the fire on. We were parched. We were, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, did you enjoy the ad, Stu, with her as a prison guard? I enjoyed that element of it. I didn't enjoy the, the actual advert, I have to say. Mm. Why is he in prison? Why is he in prison? Everyone was like, why didn't no one question any point of that? It was all based around the tagline, it's worth the time, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, like, that was one of Thomas's ideas. Yeah, Thomas was very he storyboarded with that. it. He yeah. loved it. He drew a mad cartoon. <laughs> why are prisons such a sexy environment for people? It's mm. the most stinking do place on earth. Do you think they are sexy? <laughs> I've been inside numerous prisons and they're foul. Do you think people think that they're sexy? Well, it's a big porn thing, isn't it? Like, mm. like sexy female wardens or some bullshit. Like she was very much dressed like a sexy warden. Yeah, wasn't she? she was. Yeah, it yeah. was certainly. A but porn would it have been sexy if it was Marianne? No. It's only because it's uh, Gemma. Yeah. yeah. Maybe, yeah. And Ryan Mark had a teardrop tattoo. That was funny, yeah. <laughs> Incredible. They were trying to make him tough. He did quite a good acting job, though, didn't he? He's Apart from the yeah. first one, yeah. yeah. But is, is he in the prison? Is he the same guy who failed to eat the bread earlier? So is he, go- <laughs> is he doing time since After, yeah, yeah. Like, what's the timeline of this yeah is it a prequel or a sequel okay or is the bread so good you'd you'd like kill for it <laughs> and then you do the time but you're not bothered because you get the bread on the other side as well i'm gonna surprise you guys this is actually the storyline of paddington 2 you've Whoa! got to watch it it's set inside a prison <laughs> and it's my obsessed with paddington it's, it's so all she's funny. talked about all day it's so funny wait hang on what it's set inside in a prison but can i just Don't ask <laughs> is, is paddington in prison he goes into prison seriously why because of a big mix up he's an immigrant <laughs> well there's some of that going on oh, I can't remember fuck. exactly but it's a big mix up but people him. miss him and all that and it's sad and there's a lot of great commentary on the justice system in it but it's very funny and light hearted and, and there's baking and Jamie Dimitri's one of the mm-hmm. prisoners as well so get it watched basically <laughs> is yeah. it live action and then Paddington is animated um, yeah. yeah they're they're human actors human actors and then Paddington yeah. who plays Paddington some fucking guy, I don't know. Some English guy. Right, Someone. okay. I don't know. Okay. Lovely. <laughs> Not interested in that. that. <laughs> Sorry! <laughs> <laughs> Paddington sidebar. Uh, anyway, right, the prison. So in that universe, Ryan Mark was in the real world. He was smelling the bread and not tasting it. Maybe yeah. too erotic. He committed yeah. a heinous crime and got sent to Guantanamo Bay. <laughs> yeah, because they were an orange. <laughs> well, the bullets are orange and the prison guards are porno. They actually said it was a prison-themed bar. Yeah. What? Weird. I don't yeah. like the sound of that. Yeah. So. But what actually? I feel like I've not seen this whole advert. She's 
Which brings him a shit stale bit of bread. Yeah. He spits it out. And then what? He gets some nice like, stuff. He's like, one day to go till I'm released. And then she's yeah, like... Yeah, I liked his little calendar with release day right now. Looked <laughs> like he was looking forward to the new Spice Girls album coming out. So. That's dumb, because the famous thing in prisons is that they do the time on the wall. On the wall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's got a fucking calendar. They didn't think that through, did they? <laughs> Classic um, And then, yeah, and then she was like, it's your lucky day. And then she put the real good bread in mm. yeah but the poor do prison catering now <laughs> did you lucky day well i'm surprised that nobody was like does that not give off a negative connotation if you're like delivering bread to prisons mm. that's yeah. the kind of With thing we would have pulled them up on it. before exactly that's why we sort of lose the bite of it a little bit right because they would have fucked them on yeah, that before but it's absolutely. like everyone's being really nicey nice yeah it was very it. like end of term vibes Everyone's having a laugh this week. Yeah, anything goes. You know, if someone's yeah. in jeans, someone's in a uniform. Someone's in prison. Alan, <laughs> on yeah. uh, and on why I fired them. Why I? Why I? Uh, Alan was wearing a denim jacket. Oh yeah, jacket. denim jacket. <laughs> yeah. Really weird. He's been tan franced. I also really enjoyed. <laughs> uh, like we had it on kind of low when we were chatting and stuff while why I fired was on. Why mm-hmm. fi- why I why I, I fired, fired them. Sure. Why I fired them. <laughs> um, but I did make a note that just says dick lollies. Mm. Oh, I'd forgotten about the dick yeah, lollies. That was a, a big powerful vein up the back. piece of imagery. Wasn't Incredible. It? Incredible week two or something, wasn't it? That was so good. Oh, Ryan was so involved far. in that as well, was he not? Yeah, exactly. Wasn't he PM or something for that? Or no, 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 no. Rubbish. No, that was big Kenna or something. Kenna, yeah, and then Kenna got fired. Shit. Don't know. He he, he he was in the ice cream business and he could. Oh, that's right. You could see them from, from a different, different angle. Yeah. <laughs> that's great. Okay, so we're coming up to what always happens after this when they've done a bit of designing in the finale. Then they always pair up with like a friend and plan their little Pitch. speech, you know. Yeah. And they go and see the room and sort of. Karina kind of wept a little bit and she was quite scared mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Which we is didn't get to see the long walk to freedom this time. I know. Forward to that. I know, a big spiral. <laughs> it's always awkward as fuck. Clunk and and everybody's got to keep clapping. Yeah. I know. The graduation. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. And so Karina K- sat down with Pamela, who she had on her team, and they uh, worked out a little speech. Although her actual speech was she very kind bad. She fluffed it, yeah. Karina's. It was very my first gig. <gasps> She's was a lot of sort of nervous again. laughter and stuff. But I yeah. feel like she kind of. I don't know. She. She handled it well in a sense, like she fluffed it, but then she also was kind of like, oh, you know, I'll like get scripts with it in a minute, and was like mm. a bit kind of self-deprecating, which is much better yeah. than just like fluffing it and not acknowledging it, right? Yeah, I agree. I think she was really, really likable and normal and all that. And even though I'm like a maniac who enjoys public speaking, I still would have been nervous in that scene. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's such a shame we never got to see Dean do a final pitch. <laughs> Imagine that the staffisms oh coming off of that man Incredible. in that room. Uh. Jesus, he brought great. up Bean Spielberg again, didn't he? I know. Jinky's finally learned that he's a filmmaker because at least that was <laughs> for. Or was that for the digital billboards? He's getting closer. <laughs> at least the pictures have started to move. Always <laughs> Spielberg. This has been a big realization for him. Like his yeah. main takeaway from The Apprentice is that he's as good as Spielberg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's his new business. Uh, to be fair. 
uh, art forms that Steven Spielberg hasn't claimed to be any good at. I know, ads. <laughs> <laughs> Just needs to do a wee cursory Wikipedia of uh, Spielberg and then he'll be on track. Yeah, he'll be yeah, fine. Right. He's, got his, he's got his whole life ahead. And then Scarlett, she came out and did her speech as well. Which quite good. Yeah. yeah, quite slick but boring as well, slick wasn't boring. it? Even the slides were boring. I definitely checked my phone during Scarlett's Oh, completely. Pitch. Yeah, yeah it's still. Really. I, don't I still don't quite get what the thing is. Yeah. So, but I do think her idea, like, because she's basically recruiting in the engineering sector, right? But she's recruiting, um, like, high level management. I don't mm-hmm. even know if that's right. Term. Like CEOs, but CEOs and like, um, and she wants women and minority. She wants groups. Mi- women and minority groups. Yeah, and she's focusing on diversity, which yeah. is especially in the sciences I think is important it's STEM and all but that it's just like yeah, it's I don't as a viewer it's not exciting is no. it exactly it's not getting anyone's dick hard at home not really no but she she seemed to sort of say that the main thing is that her expertise was that there aren't that many women engineers ready for CEO level or whatever so she was going to go around other industries and bring them in and like yeah in a really boring way that makes sense but mm. I'm just yeah I'm not yeah. hard yeah. <laughs> yeah I guess that makes sense I was trying to understand that because I had a few friends that did engineering at uni and it was incredibly male dominated but they'd have maybe like 200 men and maybe like at tops five women mm, love but they always it, said no, that I don't, I don't love it because obviously you know workplaces need to have more women in them yeah. the women would get plucked up immediately because mm. there was such a demand for completely, them completely yeah so they didn't need recruitment help at all because they were the first ones off the shelf that's every time that's yeah. yeah that's weird isn't it so, so yeah I think that's the problem is that there's not enough female engineers so she wanted to recruit them for other fields and try yeah, and bring them in yeah but surely if you're actually trying to address that problem need to inspire women to start doing well, engineering think, in the yeah, first place. Yeah, and I think she did say that. She was like, you need to have that, like, visible... Be what you can see. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But she wanted transferable but skills. that's not like, what she was like, though, No, it? so she wanted people who were at CEO level in other fields and then to move them sideways into engineering or something, right? You know? Mm, is that what it was? That doesn't seem like a good solution to I me. I don't know. I was dead. I'm boring. Gonna, <laughs> Why don't you get some women who are good at other shit to just do some engineering? Yeah, exactly. Well, they're just being CEOs, aren't guess, they? Because yeah. by the, the time you go further and further yeah, up the ladder... What do your friends do now who are doing engineering? Do they make stuff and things? They've all got good jobs, yeah. Yeah, um, shout out. Yeah. <laughs> Great. I'm hoping one of them's going to... One of them's going to flatmate. Hopefully he's going to buy a place and then mm, me and my lay about flatmate are going to just get match rates. Respect. We love to leech. I mean... Exactly. <laughs> Thank you, some of my friends who do good stuff. Yeah, that yeah same. Benefit You've from. got to look out for your uh, for your humanities and arts exactly. graduate friends. Oh my God, I know. Well, we're getting... We're struggling, guys. <laughs> we're we're here in the cupboard, you know, creating art. What he doesn't understand is I'm actually just too creative to work hard. <laughs> oh God. So yeah, her speech was kind of dumb. Yeah, I don't remember anything. But she her. was kind of crystal clear and all that, and Lewis and all that were really impressed with her. They were like, "Oh my god, that's so." Dean amazing. really. Dean was like yeah. amazed by it. Oh wasn't my he? god! But also, this <laughs> thing I've ever seen. <laughs> mountains. <laughs> what mountains? What? <laughs> you didn't make that video. <laughs> uh, I want. 
we want, I want to say that we saw for the last time our favourite, or my favourite, uh, Marianne woman. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so yeah. I kind of requested Stu when she posted this. Give us the full, give us the Round the earth, round the moon, round the earth, round the moon. <laughs> so just the, the manic energy of that, that eight movement on the board, oh, that'll the, stay with me. It is the most energised she's ever been. Honestly, it is. It really, like, I'm, yeah. Dizzy Oh, Incredible stuff. What was I gonna say? Like? What else after that? Then we, it was just it was final boardroom, wasn't it? Really? Mm. Yeah, I think it was about a fifty-fifty split this week. They, they, no, they do a bit in between where Alan goes to consult the market the leaders, experts, yeah. and it's like women from Greg's, and they always say it's gonna be a problem. Yeah, scalability is always the problem. I don't get that because it's like, what's she asking you to do? Open her two more shops. It's easy. Come yeah. on, yeah. doesn't yeah. have to. Be I think he then thinks two's fine, but. 2000 or whatever. Well, fine, do 2000. Just do two then. Do two. Who gives a fuck? Take the profits from that, do 10. Take the profits from that, do 200. There you go, boom. Exactly. A lot of problems aren't problems, I think. Like, this is returning a lot further back in the episode, but I remember Claude, when they were talking about the name, Lepore's. He was like, you know, you're playing on the family element of this. That's all very good if he's got one or two. But as soon as you start to multiply, you're going to lose that family thing. You can still fucking call it Laporte. Exactly. That was the origin story of it. It's Greg's not like that. Well, exactly. Exactly. We all know that Greg himself isn't there. I know. Greg's split really thin, you know. Yeah, exactly. Like like Carluccio's or like all those big chain restaurants. Chilinos. Chilinos. But they always like... Scalability is always a huge thing. Completely. And they do come up with some of these Everything needs to take over the world. Yeah, why? Because then they fuck them with that as well. Like when a, a while ago, when they were like, "How many do you want?" and she said two thousand to five thousand. Mm. After being pushed and pushed, yeah, yeah. And then yeah, they, they were like, like "Oh, moron!" Yeah. <laughs> like, like she hadn't wanted to do yeah, that. Yeah, win. Like you can't win, really, can you? No, I know. No. And then recruitment. Another one that they always give them is really crowded field. You yeah. know. Yep. Like Alan himself apparently has two previous winners who yeah, which is that made me think that she wasn't gonna win. Yeah, because he was gonna win. Ricky Martin is he won? Yeah, that, yeah. And then Mark Bright was Clinton Lane. That was SEO. Did he win? That was search engine optimization. No, that's not the same thing. I don't think. Still boring. Still boring though. That's what's in my head. God. I don't care. Someone else. What is it that attracts people to these boring fields? I don't understand. Money, money, I guess. Money, baby. But really, though, because it's so dull. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> I don't think you're wired exactly yeah, the same way as Lord Sugar. Though. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe not. The three of us clearly are not uh, not made for these recruitment jobs. <laughs> no, definitely not. We're all in a cupboard together. <laughs> yeah, it would be a fun dare for me though to see how quickly I could implode in a recruitment job. <laughs> Yeah. I definitely think I could do the interview to get there, you know. Mm, yeah, I feel like you could, you could, you could. I pretend. Oh, you could get in the door. Yeah, sure. yeah, definitely. Because people are not. You see from that from the apprentice as well. People who get far, they're not that smart. I oh, think. No, 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 no. They're just boring enough boring. to apply themselves to bad money jobs. Yeah, like you know. For sure. No offense if you do have money out there that's spare. <laughs> yeah. Cash labor. Arts and humanities over here. <laughs> yeah, we're all looking for a bit of extra cash. To be it's with Christmas, oh, you know? It's Christmas. The, we're going into 2020. It's Christmas. Years, I got uh, robbed. Oh, how are you feeling? Yeah. Victim of crime? Yeah. And men Bad. are the most likely victims. <laughs> exactly. Of Especially when they leave a wallet in an 18 Uber. to 25. <laughs> <laughs> Then someone steals the money, but that's fine. That's sad. Mm. Have you reported to the Popo? No. Yeah. I'm not a grass. Not a snitch. Love that. <laughs> they choose to think that they need it more than me. Yeah, probably did. Think yeah, about stealing money, you know what I mean? 
I love that for you. <laughs> what, <laughs> pretending to be rich. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good bit. Did you like um, Lodger's joke about the panini to Thomas? I didn't. West Ham right back. Panini who is. Who is actually, by the way, called Ryan Fredericks. Oh, really? Speaking of football, I was it just watching. Doesn't sound nearly like Panini. No, it doesn't. I was watching Match of the Day the oh, other yeah. day, and one of the big main teams has Sadio Mane in it or something. Yeah, Liverpool. Yeah, yeah. he's one of the most famous players in the world. I was like, shout out, League <laughs> International Football. He's a phenomenal player. Yeah, I was. I was of course ignoring Match of the Day, and then when he oh, came on, I was yeah, like, what? As always, get in touch, Sadio. <laughs> <laughs> so he's got quite a, a sweet little job at Liverpool then. Oh yeah, he's, he's having. A What's good the other one? Kula Bali. The Bally plays for Napoli, another good team, but Napoli, not, not, not going to be on Liverpool, match of the day, though. Are they? <laughs> no, sadly. But right. um, yeah, a few bad jokes. I'm sure you got yeah. as per. Yeah, what was he saying? So yeah, Panini. I think Panini in terms of bread is a pretty old reference. It's so old. Yeah, They've been mentioned for so long. Yeah, I mean Ben. On the um, yeah, sourdough. Sourdough. Because it's really we actually watch it live. Ben texts me a few times during this episode, which I enjoyed. And this yeah. one was like, yeah, I'm sure as a working class man, Thomas has never ever tasted nice bread. Oh. <laughs> like, as a joke, obviously, yeah, but that's course. what uh, logic was implying. Like, oh, you fucking idiot! You thought it was a, a footballer, didn't you? Because you don't. Everyone's had a panini. Absolutely, and I'm sure yeah. Thomas. And also went to private school. Nice exactly. Mm-hmm. He wears a waistcoat. Come on. He probably owns a panini factory. <laughs> he definitely knows about paninis. Oh, he definitely likes his grub. Yeah, of course he does. Doesn't he? Well, wasn't there like a lot of Thomas content that you were sending around this week, Siobhan, where he what was did like, I send you guys? He was kind of um, eating sending... something or like in the back of a van or something. Well, <laughs> sort of into one with Thomas. He's sat by there. With yeah, there's so much content. He's like, no, he posted on his Instagram story. I've lost all my numbers. If you can message me or WhatsApp me, please, guys, so I can get your numbers. Thanks. <laughs> okay, so just a shout out to all of Thomas's friends yeah. who are listening. He does need your numbers. Sadio Mane. <laughs> I, of number. course, have got in touch with my number. Oh, the Falcon. Get in touch <laughs> with them, baby. Oh, and then I sent you that thing of like them as elves or something. This oh, the apprentice love went to Wonderland. And then it, he'd like tagged at Lord Sugar at Karen Brady official, and then just had written Claude Littner because Claude mm. doesn't have Instagram. There's some of the kind of social media around The Apprentice I find to be very naff, honestly, because <laughs> the thing about all this like extra Apprentice stuff that's BBC endorsed, mm. like you're fired. Yeah, is they they always misread it, don't they? Yeah, they can't do like the grubby no. stuff that people really want to <laughs> that hear. We do. There's stuff about the racism and all that. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, you know, but. So it's always just a bit kind of not quite on the ball, and the the social media stuff like dancing elves and everything with it's their not heads good. in it. But yeah, it's not good. rubbish. Not loving it. It's not. So good. do we think we're going to hear a lot from Karina soon? Well, can you remember who won last year? Yet? Sean. <laughs> just about yeah. bikinis. They've taken over bikinis? the high street. Have they? You no. You before anyone's guess. No, I know. Karina, yeah, I'd like to actually know where her bakery is and all yeah. that. Yeah. Like, we can go, we're in London. We're all people awesome. who are in London, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> From time to London, should I Google it? Yeah. Karina. Because we must have London listeners, right? She says South East London, which is my old haunting place. <laughs> oh! Lovely call about that. Great. <laughs> I really What's that from again? The Celebrity Apprentice oh Allardyce. I can say Allardyce. I'm <laughs> hoping that we get a really, really strong Celeb Apprentice again in a few months. Okay, it's in Hearn Hill, which is very near where I used to live. And what's it called? 
Um, it's called Dough Artisan Bakery. Dough. Mm-hmm. Dough. Okay. Dough. Her dad founded a bakery called Ye Old Bakery. I like that a lot. Yeah, but it burned down. <laughs> <laughs> Ye Old Bakery. Yeah, um, so let's, we can go. Dough. What was the thing Fresh Dough Daily was her idea? Yeah, yeah. Fresh Dough Daily. How do you feel fresh about that? It is catchy, isn't it? It is. If I wanted to go to like a more top end bakery, I would expect there to be fresh dough every day. Yeah. Yeah. As a bare man. Yeah. Yeah. Do you get a regular sort of loaf somewhere, Stu? Have you got a nice bakery near you? No, I'm a Tesco guy. Oh, Hmm? I actually have discovered something amazing recently. What? And it's changed my life. What is it? Oh my god. So, Adam Morrison's, I go to Morrison's, right? I've got Morrison's near me. In Partick, shout out. shout out. Um, Market Street. (laughs) Beautiful. Uh, And they do like freshly baked bread, right? But a lot of it isn't sliced. And I am shite at slicing bread, Mm. right? I've tried really hard, but I'm just bad at it. I've discovered that they have a special slicer. So you can take an unsliced loaf and like that they package up and be like can you slice this for me yeah and they'll ask you if you want it medium or thick and then mm. they'll put it in a new bag and you can buy it yeah i i do i feel like i've got a friend who used to work in the asda bakery and she used to do this for people mm. and it is interesting it's one of those things that you would never think of but people who are and bold they don't just know about to ask it. for it, it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. it's on the secret menu it's incredible yeah because she was telling me as well that the stuff that's pre-sliced that's on the shelf mm. that's like a day old yeah you know but the fresh stuff is unsliced mm. so that's the insider's Life thing hack. to do so yeah that's my yeah all the listeners get unsliced you, and then ask them to slice if you do want some nice bread i do always baked. like to hang around the daily counters and stuff like that and listen to what people are asking for see if there's any hacks there's people can... who know the hacks certainly the shit. Mm-hmm. people yeah. tweet us in like what are you doing with sliced ham what are you doing with sliced bread like what are you getting at the daily counters yeah let us know street. if you've got any supermarket hacks yeah please let us know. my supermarket hack is that morrison's and market street is very good for meat yes like, you indeed. know that's it. Also, <laughs> if you go to Marks and Spencer's food at about two o'clock, oh. they've got a lot of reductions. Yellow sticker hour. Mm-hmm. Love that. And you can Respect. get some really good reductions in Marks and Spencer's. Fuck. Incredible. Yeah. It's the first time we've done it, just a watch and then a talk. Yeah. You know. Also, I don't know what more there is to say about this piece of shit this week. Honestly, it just there's not much to say really in final week, is there? Like because they weren't divisive candidates. Like it was just two all right candidates. And I feel like so much of it comes down to just the fundamental of the idea. Totally, and then everything from the whole series is out the window in a way. Yeah, the whole thing's pointless until you get to what the ideas are. Yeah, interviews. So you could get rid of. The first eleven weeks, yeah. straight away, mm-hmm. and then the finals pointless as well because mm-hmm. it's not—it's just like a facsimile version of what they're going to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, so the whole thing's a waste of time, and that goes why for it's life not too. The same as, the, <laughs> as when it was The Apprentice, like as in you got an apprenticeship. Yeah. I think the, that's just a shit deal, though, isn't it? Now. Yeah. It mm. You get to work deal. for this cunt. I know, and his bad business is <laughs> and awful. He's, and he's a racist. <laughs> and transphobic. Why would you want to be in business with him? <laughs> that's not. the big question yeah. I've got for them. Just get a Kickstarter going. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I do think compared to last year, maybe it wasn't as fun as the, f- the finale, just partly because, as we're talking about with the format, like the two winners, they were lovely. The two, This time we were lovely mm-hmm. girls with good, mm-hmm. nice businesses, and it was like, 
yeah, yeah, but yeah. there wasn't anyone that you were like I really don't want them to win yeah I'm like really Camilla was not producer last time it was like she's wild and this business is a good idea yeah question mark but like yeah. what do I feel about this you yeah. know and then Karen was back and it was like there was a lot of emotions last yeah. year wasn't like much more year. erotic for me last year I'd say oh. <laughs> but not, maybe not for you guys <laughs> Karen on a boat. It wasn't a sexy final. Keep yeah. sexy guys. No one was telling anyone yeah. to keep it sexy. It wasn't sexy. Keep it unsexy guys. If anything. <laughs> what would you like for next year's apprentice, guys? I know we'll be back in the cupboard, of course. Unless one of us has made it really famous and can't make it back. <laughs> I'd like Gemma Lynn back. Gemma Lynn back again. That's prison warden. I mean, I'd like Tommy. When you get fired next year, Gemma Lynn, instead of like the <laughs> secretary, Gemma Lynn locks you away in a prison. We're delving oh, deep God. into Stu's fantasies here. It's a real, real prison. A real prison. <laughs> so there's actual real jeopardy there. A real prison where there's no bars, it just looks like, you know, a bare suicide proof room. Oh <laughs> Basically, what the holding pen is. <laughs> Yeah, 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 exactly, yeah. Secretary's the, still not finished secretary. that spreadsheet, by the way. <laughs> Shout out to you, love. That's a cliffhanger into next, next series. Yeah. Maybe she won't be here. Maybe she'll get fired because she hasn't done her work quickly. Mm. Yeah. Well, I'm going to say I would like for next year for there to be far fewer racists and for that to be like a real thing on the show. Please, <laughs> you know, like, God. Truly, BBC, please have a good think about this, yeah, you know, yeah, like, because yeah, totally. they're very, very strict about advertising and all this stuff, you know, and it's like classic of the BBC, as mm-hmm. we know from their election bullshit, that they do not have their eye on the right thing. No. But it's like transphobia, racism, like the stuff behind the scenes this year has been really stinking, yeah, hasn't it? Let's really just get rid of sugar. Mm-hmm. Come yeah, on. Really sugar. Sugar, yeah, completely. The jokes are stinking. Done. You don't need them. Let's elevate Karang. Let's revamp it a little. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think like mm. if they could tweak, given exactly what we just said there about the whole thing, kind of being pointless. If mm. we could tweak it in a way where it's actually we're doing it back to front more a little. Yeah, that would be better. So get their businesses so in early, based on your business on what your business yeah. plan is, yeah. and then you have to do yeah, the tasks. Yeah, and it's more of a narrative where you. Mm. We understand from the beginning yeah. what we've what actually all got of their on businesses plate here. are. Yeah. yeah, that would be great. So they need to set it up early. I think that early on they should do like a podcast episode or something like that, or something where they each have to present yeah. what their actual businesses are in groups somehow, and then we get a sense of it throughout. Because totally. last year we had that with Nut Milk Camilla only, right? Yeah, for some reason. <laughs> BBC bias there. Top to bottom. Yeah, tell you what, really the BBC yeah. love. Tories and nut milk. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> God. Ugh, last week's election result was very depressing. Sorry to listeners that that was part of our pause. Yeah. But we, we didn't know them. We didn't know them. No. No. Now we're we're here we are. Except we weren't really. Post Tory, like Tory majority Britain. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. Sucks. I've been oh, robbed well. already. You've been robbed already. <laughs> <laughs> I um, I was in the vaults in Edinburgh when I found out about the election result, and I texted you guys afterwards to be like, "I've been in the fucking vaults, guys, and I've come out to this." And Gemma texted me back, <laughs> "Get back in and see if you can die." <laughs> Uh, that's great let's end on a laugh for me (laughs) I don't really have any plugs except to say it's been really fun much love to you both and all of our listeners thanks for sticking with us we've loved it it was really exciting to get back in the 
cupboard and uh, sort of like get back into the apprentice and it was like quite a fun autumn winter activity well, it. It, was yeah, it was really it's nice. a fun Thursday hang it's great it's a great excuse to hang out actually exactly. I don't think we would hang out every week and I like it when people it. speak to us about the pod like even mm-hmm. just unnamed Shagger or whoever you know and all the other cast of characters yeah and also I know we ran through this recently but given that we're all tired today and you know it was the finale but it wasn't the hot tamale yeah, was it? yeah. you've been robbed I've been robbed <laughs> the Tories are in we're on a downer yeah we've all got our own shit going on huge <laughs> yeah you know yeah. but We've had some great episodes this oh, season. There's been a lot of cherished memories. Yeah. Think about how fun it was, like the roller coasters, Finland. The turtle. Even the audacity to rebrand the country of Finland. When I heard that for the first time, <laughs> <laughs> oh, incredible. Music remix. I mean, yeah. oh, Marianne in the fucking booth. And sadly, we have got to go. By the way, I, <laughs> I, all week, I've never actually had a chance where I've been on my own, but I've been wanting to do a voicemail, just out like the blue to you going, I can make me happy. <laughs> just for no reason. Oh, but well, you I'll just drop incredible. that on you in like six months. I want time. that. I don't want round the air throwing the booth. <laughs> well, our, our group chat will still keep going strong. Oh, you're only too good. Actually, we're too working good. on some other projects. Oh, yeah. Fingers and pies. Yeah, always. But, um, yeah. yeah, thanks for sticking with us. Yeah, yeah. so that's my plug. Uh, <laughs> and Robbie, of course. Robbie, of course, Robbie for Christmas year. number one. Stu, do you have any plugs? Uh, just come to the Glasgow Comedy Festival, Ooh, Friday 20th. 20th of March. When we were in Chilinos, we heard Robbie's New Year's Day single. Mm. Yeah, so go out and buy that in your drawer. Yeah. And listen to it on New Year's Day. Physical copies, remember cassettes. And do go to Stu's show on the 20th of March. What's it going to be about, Stu? Do you know? Um, just the bloody state of the world. Yeah. Ah, we need that, we need that. No, I don't know what it will be about, but it'll be jokes. Tell us about this robbery, how it's affected you, what you've been through, the highs, so lows. Actually, it's fine. I'm just, I've been moving flats, so that's why I'm tired and stressed. Mm. <laughs> Siobhan, plugs, my friend? Yeah, I've, so I've got two plugs. One is my own plug Legend. and one is somebody else's plug. Hit, hit what, us up. What would you like first? <laughs> Who would you like? What would you like first? Your own, maybe? My own yeah. first? Okay, yeah. so Happy Spendy are playing with our great friend um, Romeo Taylor on the 31st of January at Stereo as part of International Independent <laughs> International Women's Day. Independent Venue Week. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that's going to be great. Taylor is incredible. He's done a remix for us of our next single, which is coming out sometime soon. That'll be a really fun um, show. Legend. So please come. It's going to be really fun. Mm. It's the start of Taylor's tour, I think, so we're going to have a good time. We'll all be drinking tequilas. <gasps> Love it. Uh, Famous upper. <laughs> come, and, come and watch us. Watch... Six friends have a great time. Love um, And I'm gonna do this other plug now, which I've recorded on. Oh here. my god, amazing! This is just great. me going. I can make <laughs> you happy. On the earth, on the moon. <laughs> double, double early night tonight. I've just got in bed, shattered, working all day. Yeah, but I'm sleeping on my pillars from the fluffy pillar company. <laughs> I'm on the satin stripe pillars, the best pillars you ever buy. Now, if you want to buy them, swipe up now. <laughs> They're only £16 for two satin stripe hotel quality pillars. Oh, they're lovely. It's like seeing on the cloud. I promise you, they're the nuts. And if you all today, you'll get them before Christmas. So swipe up now to buy them. Love ya. Bush. <laughs> oh, 
Oh, there we go, guys. Unreal. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, Thanks, guys. God bless. Thank you. Bye. Sadio Mane. Thomas This has been a production for the Hat on Dog Network. For more information, visit hatondog.com.